Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I want you to imagine everything I tell you as if you're there yourself. Welcome to Dragoncast. Do you remember any of the events that led up to your disappearance? Whilst we're waiting for House of the Dragon Season 2, Jamie East and Chris Mandel dive into some acclaimed series just ripe for a bit of analysis. Don't come unless you leave your front door open. You have to invite me in. First is Brit Marling's cult classic, The OA. I remember. I remember everything. Hey everybody, hope your week is going well. Welcome to Dragoncast. Uh, this is the bonus episode, the OA, in which uh, myself, Jamie East, and... Myself, Chris Mandel. We'll be covering uh, the season finale of part one of Brit Marling's The OA. Uh, eight episodes in, uh, we are. We've followed it straight from the beginning. Just a quick recap is that um, Chris had never watched this before. I had watched mm-hmm. it before. I loved it. Um, and... It's been quite the wild journey for young Mr. Mandel, hasn't it? You, you, it's you've been, been taking really, on a wild ride. Really wild, I think. We didn't talk we didn't do an episode for episode seven because it was such a setup to the finale and it didn't yes. feel like there was a lot to discuss. Um no. but six I thought was just stunning. I think it's been a really and I still think actually, having seen the finale, I think it's a really audacious show. There's really yeah. is nothing like it. It sort yeah. of breaks all the rules, but I think Maybe with this final episode, there's a sense of it having to try and behave more like a normal TV show and that being a bit of an undoing for it. Um, so what was it I'm like sensing, for you? I'm sensing, a, I'm sensing a butt from you. You enjoyed it. You enjoyed the series. I actually, but well, what actually, I would say, I'd actually do a, a double butt, which is I enjoyed it a lot, but some of the things that happened in this episode really threw me and I, I felt quite let down by some of it. But again... You know, it's it's. There's nothing like it. It's been such a. I think it's been such a good yeah. show. Mm. I can't quite. I can't quite tell how I'm supposed to feel. So I'm glad I've got you here okay. as someone who has seen it before. Uh, yeah. Because I'm very confused and very frightened by what I just watched. <laughs> so I mean, it began with um, you know, forgetting episode seven, which was kind of like a a step. You know, almost like a sidebar to the whole series, really. Uh, we picked up where episode six had ended, which was with the policeman, uh, the sheriff holding a gun to Hap's head saying, what the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot you, you bastard. And, he's, and as as you correctly predicted, um, did. he, uh, Hap, uh, used the powers of, um, of Prairie and Homer 
as a carrot and dangled that as to cure the sheriff's wife who has ASL. No, not ASL. ALS. ALS. Um, or some kind of locked-in syndrome. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what happened. I really enjoyed this section of the show. Um, Me too. The way that they shot Prairie and Homer doing the um, the movements, really odd. It's sort of from under them. It's sort of shot from like the, the breastbone up. It's quite weird. Yeah. And it's quite like, oh my God, I feel like I was dying. I was like, am, am I like, what's going on? Mm. Um, I still don't understand how it works, but I think that this is one of those things with the OA, like it actually doesn't matter. The point is, is they, yeah. they cured her and she had the fifth movement, which is kind of, yeah, we did. I thought, I thought I kind of, I just had this feeling that why would you introduce a woman who's got yeah. an incurable disease? Mm-hmm. No, no, you were bang on. You were but actually bang on. I was really shocked that then Hap shot well, the sheriff. But before then, I didn't kill the deputy though. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Um, what I really enjoyed about that wasn't just the fact that the, 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 the the movements were working and the way it was shot and, and stuff. It was the fact that this poor woman has known about this destiny and fate for right. all the time she was locked in. So, you know, she has been holding on to this fifth movement in her mind, been for unable to years. articulate it to any other living being, but yeah. knowing that this moment was coming, she, she said that she was, she was you would be helped you would be helped by two captive angels yeah um yeah. and the fifth movement she swallowed a white moth and i've held it inside I, I, like proper goosebump writing for me that was incredible it was amazing because i think also like later in the episode there's a lot about like what does it mean to have faith in something if it's mm. true or not you know yeah but and it obviously this story could be complete bullshit but what an amazing well, yeah. sort of allegory for someone that has lived with faith for decades because yeah. there's no other way. You have to believe it's going to happen. Otherwise, you wouldn't want to wake yeah. up in the morning. Um, and and I love the way that she very slowly started getting better. It's just kind yeah. of like, and, uh, but then just kind of seemed to. One slight weird bit of continuity that, that I picked up on watching it the second time around was that Hap had to, there was the thing with the lights and the electricity went down, but Hap was like, no, 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 it's fine because I've got the infrared camera. So they put on the infrared camera, which was how the sheriff uh, noticed that his wife was like sitting up or moving. Mm. But Hap was also able to mimic the the movement as well. And I was like, yeah. you've not been able to see them do it because I, when I first watched, when I watched it, I was like, that's why, that's a really clever way of stopping Hap from seeing the fifth movement. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Because it's only on the thermal heat camera, but he sort of got it. He got it. Like, and he got it. And I was a bit like, Oh, I didn't realize the uh, maybe a bit of continuity, maybe, maybe a bit of a glitch, but, but I just, um, fucking love that whole section how many times how many times do you think you'd have to see that movement before you memorized it i think for me seven i've got mate but i don't think i think it's it's not so much the actual movements is it it's the intensity with and the belief right and the belief and the 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 synchronization with yeah with with whoever else is you're doing it's kind of like the ultimate um steps routine isn't it it is it's like tragedy tragedy in the church times like a million 
And like, like H and Claire. That. You can't just have Lisa Scott Lee doing that. You've got, it's got to be that with Claire Richards five. and H like equally. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> to take your steps analogy one step further, Please if H do. and Claire do the routine to five, six, seven, eight, it's not yeah. as good without all of them. You need Precise. all of them to do Precise. the movements. Um, exactly. Ditto S Club 7. It's all well and good. This is what Brit Marling wanted. She'll be literally quitting screenwriting now after our after hearing how little we've understood her work she's like fuck it i'm gonna go to um, sell cars instead it, it it slightly and one thing that i'd either missed or was confused about and it might have been because i was just looking at my phone or something whilst i was mm. watching this episode i'm still not sure why hap dumped her you know we we what we also yeah. learned was that, was that she didn't escape um Hap literally just dumped her because he didn't need her anymore, which was a bit. But he kind of does, right? Like he still needs. Well, he needs five people. The only, the only kind of thread of, of 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 sanity I can glean from kind of that bit in the plot is that maybe we're meant to be thinking that doesn't make a lot of sense. I think so. Be- yeah. Because because then we go into like the second act of this finale, which is centered around her current day uh, disciples friends group whatever all investigating whether or not she's real yeah um and we see two sides of the coin we see um we see a couple of them like looking on, and it shows you how early the uh, internet was at this point um was just like looking on uh youtube to try and verify the story and nowadays not a problem. Social media would have had that covered. And they managed to find an old video of her playing the violin in, in the subway, yeah. which for some reason confirmed their story. I think maybe because one of her early stories was when she told about how she'd first met Hap. Um, mm-hmm. And that was, that was playing the violin in the subway. So that was it. That was them. Great. She's, she's real. We can blah, 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 blah. And then your man had broken into her house at nighttime. We saw the creepy dolls. And as soon as you saw those dolls, you thought, yeah, Prairie's mum is exactly the kind of exactly. person that have a shelf of dolls. That's order from the catalogue. They uncovered a box of books underneath her bed, which were almost too convenient. Yeah. <laughs> which, again, I think we were possibly meant to think. Uh, convenient box, which was like a step-by-step guide to becoming the OA and and, and confusing and... Uh, and Homer's Odyssey. People. Yeah, Homer's Odyssey was there. There was stories of near-death experiences. There was a whole thing on uh, oligarchs, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, a couple of things on that. So, sorry, I'll, I'll ask you now. Do you believe her? Um, so... Do you believe Prairie's story? Do you think she is the OA? Do you think that everything she said about Hap and Homer and her dad, all of that stuff is true? I think, oh God, this is a really hard question to answer. I think yes, but I think the the end with the shooting, they're doing the movements didn't actually, nothing. It wasn't, it, they just distracted him. They could have like, you got a banjo out and played a song and it would have distracted. Like the movements didn't really do anything. And I think that is what makes me feel like it is all bullshit. Okay. So, I agree with you. I think, I think, I think, well, I think she's real. Uh, 
the only thing that doesn't tally up with all the books and stuff is the fact that her mum and dad knew that she was Russian and came from an oligarch because they went and got her from her sister at the oh, beginning. Oh, yeah. That's um, true. And let's... The shooting. So <laughs> if you look at it from the perspective that you just said, was that... The, correct. The shooting... Their, their movements had no real bearing on the shooter being captured. That was the, the guy worked in the kitchen, just ran out. You could argue that he was distracted maybe, you know, yeah. but you suspect that the, uh, the guy would have tackled him to the ground anyway, but that's not why they were doing the movements. They've why were they never, doing the movements? ever, they've never, ever said they were doing the movements for anything other than one reason. Which is to open, to, to go to another dimension. Oh, yeah, that's true. So they've never, they, throughout the whole season, getting that fifth movement was it was integral to opening up whatever it was, the portal, however it was they described it, the rings of Saturn, Jupiter, mm. all of that kind of stuff, was to go to another place. Um, and all five of them completed all five movements, and that resulted in, uh, the, in Prairie getting shot and having yeah. an NDE after all five movements have been completed. So my theory oh. is that it worked because their ultimate aim was to see where she would go and she left and that's where she was going in the back of that, that, um, that ambulance. She was, I think she said something like, I'm ready now or I'm, I can see where I need to go now or, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. That's that, a really, really that's, helpful that's, explanation. That's my um, take on it. So, so I think that the shooter was actually a tool in order, it, you know, whatever fate or, or or destiny or whatever made all five of them be in that canteen at the time, doing the movements at a yeah. time, and the the, the the literally the final nail in the coffin was that it caused, um, you know, their movements caused that bullet to to hit Prairie. And that's, that's, she knew she had some premonition in the bath that she needed. To yeah, she was be like. There. I know what I need. I know. And she, that's why she was stood outside, outside the window. She didn't come in, you know. Well, and also, yeah. there has to be something that let her dad was like, yeah, go. He sort of let her go in, in a way mm. that is sort of, yeah. I suppose the point is, is that divine intervention doesn't look like what you think it looks like. Yeah, there's it's no not, angel floating down. There's no bright yeah. light. There's no quiet. And the, the five yeah. in the canteen, they it, do you think it was that because there was a shooter and they might all die, it was like, this is our only chance to do this? See, that was my favourite moment of the whole series. Of that, was was like proper goosebump moment underneath the tables where they all realised that this was this was it. This was mm. why I think, I think, you know, and I loved it and I, I rewound it and watched it again because they clock each other under the table. The teacher kind of like yeah, realizes the coming back is great. Coming really back good. in is great. She, she, they just get this kind of, you know, it's the back of the neck kind of thing, isn't it? Where they just think, holy fuck, this is it. This is, this is why we're here. This is, you know, and I loved that bit. Absolutely not, loved it. I think I thought while I was watching the show, that they were supposed to come together to prevent, I thought like a bomb or I thought there was going to be some like yeah, reverse. Yeah. I thought the movements were about reversing time and the two steps were reversing death. We sort of talked about this the other week. I was yeah, like, yeah, what does yeah. three do? What does four do? What does yeah. five do? I thought the greatest 
you know, the most amplified version of what they're doing when they reverse someone dying is reversing time. And yeah. if you fuck around with it too much or you do it wrong or you do it a different way, that's when you move into like a different timeline that it was. But they'd said like- it all the way, all the way through the season. Prairie, you know, has always said, we need the five movements. Well, she, I think she said, so she can go and find her father or she can, you know, to enter this, this dimension. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was really interesting. I actually read some reviews of this episode this morning because I was very interested in how it was received at the time. And it actually got a lot of negative reviews specifically because it aired during a period of a lot of school shootings. And it was seen as very crass and it was seen as um, inappropriate. I think watching it with a little bit... Arguably probably right. I think that's right. I think the way that it is sort of like... And you don't even see the guy's face, but I think the way that it's done is is a little bit uh, a bit hard to watch at times. Yeah, that's true. Easier for us in yeah. the UK to have a bit more critical distance from that sort of thing as it reflects mm-hmm. the lives we have. I thought it was amazing. I thought it felt, yeah. you know, very interesting. And it was an interesting it felt high stakes, didn't it? It felt... Yes. It, yeah. I also thought that, yeah, just to get back to what you said earlier, is she lying or is she not? I mean... I'd, I would really wanted to see what happened after. Why did Hap shoot the sheriff? Because. Well, because they didn't need them. They got the movement. Obviously, we don't really know because we don't spend any more time with him after that point. But Hap is going to try and recreate the movements without Prairie and with himself. Wow. He's gonna, is he thinking he's going to teach them the fifth? Like, it's sort of one of those things that I, I just think. It's, it's pretty open-ended. Yeah, it's pretty, it's, but again, and I think that's why it lends itself to, you know, I, mean, it, look, I think you, what we're meant to think at the end of this is, was that all just bullshit? <laughs> and did yeah. she just get, sh- and did she just get shot? Or was that all part of, of the original Angel's? plan yeah. and destiny right from the beginning if it's not if, it, if if that's the case then what's happened to the other four of them where's yeah. hap what are they doing why hasn't he been caught why hasn't you know all of these kind of things yeah yeah i have to say i think i mean i thought the episode was really good but one of the things i said at the top of the recording was i feel like the rug pull is a bit late in the show the rug pull the fact that it was the the shooting as opposed to some no divine... the rug pull being like surprise she made it all up like i don't think you should devote like 75 percent of your show i think it should have a is she isn't she element and then you can sort of come down either way but i think to pretend that it's not definitive but it's a supernatural kind of show and then to just go actually it's kind of made up it's sort of felt the pacing of that reveal was a bit uh, so sudden that it really sort of put a bit yeah. of taste in my mouth because I was like, I've actually been going along with this quite willingly. But I think, I think they needed to have that in there because it, because the, the gang yeah. needed to break up in order to, to come yeah. back together. Crisis of faith. Like that's when yeah. you, the, the, you the separates the wheat from the chaff, right? Like, yeah. I did, a couple of things that, that felt weird. Why did the mum keep the letter from the dad? I actually wanted to ask you about this because I, one of my least favorite one of my one of my most annoying things on telly is when they cover a very important plot point and you have to pause for no the reason whatsoever. Yeah. So what's in that? What was in the letter? I didn't even get to read it. I think it. the letter was it was her real um, dad. It was it was the letter that she left on the day that she went missing to go and stand outside the Empire uh, State Building, oh, uh, yeah, stand outside yeah, the yeah, Statue yeah. of Liberty, yeah. to find her dad. So there was no 
reason whatsoever to hide that for all that amount of time. No, no. Whatsoever. And actually, it didn't even really make any sense for her to show it him now. No, I thought that. My other question, why is Riz Ahmed in the house? What was he doing there? That was my question too. No idea. (laughs) I love him, but like, what is that part? No idea. And he works in the FBI? He's like... No, just some counsellor. Yeah, that was weird. Oh, I thought he was an investigator. No, I think he was like... um, he was just some kind of counselor on behalf of the FBI. Or right, right, right. Oh, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, like try a, and help a, her bed in with her thoughts. Yes. But yeah, no yeah. idea why he was in the house either. Um, I did love the dad's dress breakfast, though. That was a proper oh dad my thing God. to do. Do you know, I really wanted a waffle when I was watching that. <sighs> and you put, just walked straight down in his pyjamas, straight to the buffet bar, job done. What Black a dad. coffee, waffle. You don't get waffle makers like that in England, in like, you know, in like a Premier Inn. You don't get... No, you don't. Like well, we don't like... No, we're bad at breakfast. And we, we we have the full English and that's your fucking lot, right? Like yeah. your fucking lump. Maybe a pan of raisins if you're lucky. But also I feel like the, the, the British people are the least capable of using a waffle station. Like I would... Everyone would put too much batter in, not enough batter. They wouldn't want to like... They would sit down, they would come back yeah. and burn. We'd just Lockdown be too British about it. Yeah. Lockdown purchase in the East household was a very expensive waffle maker. Um, you use it. We do. I love a waffle maker. Oh, they're great. But yeah, you have to be careful with how much you put in. Otherwise it does turn into like the everlasting everlasting porridge pot or whatever it was called. Yeah. Yeah. No, I want, I want one of those little ones just as a single waffle. I thought that'd be quite. You get like a waffle iron to put over the hob. They're pretty good. Um, Oh yeah. 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 Anyway. Question for you then, Chris Mandel. Go on then. Yep. We've done part one. Yeah. Do you want to do part two? I, before you answer that question. I want to tell you this. Okay. It ends pretty much thinking that there's a part three coming. It is one of the most batshit eight episodes of television <laughs> you'll ever watch in your life. Okay. If you were left in any way confused by part one, part two will have you going, what in the living fuck have I just watched? Okay. Not saying that's a bad thing by any stretch of the imaginations, but I would say it's difficult because I think you should, yeah. But don't do not expect the same emotional journey that you've been on with part one. Right, it gets right. Very, very weird. It's it's it probably has more. It's quite Twin Peaksy. It's very surreal. Okay. Um, and has one of, and then it's absolutely on its side it has one of the most lunatic season finales you will ever <laughs> ever see in your life you will watch I mean, that and just go jesus fucking christ what i say let's do it yeah. but what if we check in every we, every two episodes is that that's a good idea that, yeah let's yeah no that's i think that's 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 fair i think Anyone listening that has already watched the OA part two will be uh, okay. I'm so with that. intrigued. This is the thing. Like, I really want to watch it, but is it a bit of a lost season six thing where it's like just weird? This isn't like huge, but I'm going to come out and say, does the whole next season take place in an alternative timeline? Uh, I can't remember. I don't think we know. Is the answer? Is the answer? It doesn't. It it doesn't. Oh, oh wow! Look, let's just do it. 
Let's just do it. Let's do. Let's let's next week have watched first two episodes. They're not that long, you know. No, we'll just see we'll where we we'll see where we get to. I think that because as soon as I, I, I heard, we've talked about season two a little bit here and there, and I kept getting yeah. this sense that it's not the most obvious follow through, and I kept thinking, no, you don't talk not. about going to different dimensions and alternative timelines without, without going. going to different dimensions. So I was thinking. And it's just, you know, again, like, are we sort of familiar with this show in a sense? And we know the sort of grooves and the things that it likes to do. And I, I think one of the things that I found hard about this finale was that the show has been actually very good about asking questions and then actually answering them. And I thought this episode, it was a bit too much asking and not enough answering. Right, because yeah, yeah. at a certain point, right, you have to show your cards. And this show does seem yeah. like it's trying quite hard to avoid doing that. I think it probably has to do with the way that they've probably written it. I think they wrote mm. it as a trilogy. I think um, it's such a shame it got cancelled. I mean... It puts me off television. All this, this... And it's, it's really only Netflix that do it a lot. A lot of other... Yeah. Most others have a bit more faith or, or at least a bit more patience. Well, all the other streaming networks have a thing that makes the money that's not the streaming thing, right? Like Apple sell yeah. computers, Disney Sky. have theme parks. The problem yeah. with Netflix is they, they don't have a, a, a safety net. I mean, it puts me off watching debut seasons, seasons of television. Well, yeah, that um, 18... Like, why do I, why do I invest it? Oh, 1890. They cancelled it, it after like a month. Yeah. yeah. So you just think, well, there's no point watching it now. Yeah, I may. As well, I'll, I'll wait until I've got like four seasons backed up, and everyone's telling me that it's amazing. I need it is, if you. Yeah, I, I think it's a real problem, and I think the 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 streaming bubble burst. We we were like spoiled. There was so much getting made, sort of around the time of the OA, that was obviously never going to have a huge audience, and they just made yeah. it and made it and made it. And we got very used to there just being a lot of everything. And yeah. you look back on it and there's so many things that got cancelled. Yeah, there probably was, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. There's a really good um, New Yorker profile uh, from a few weeks ago of the like head of TV of Netflix. Um, oh, really? We might okay. have talked about it on the podcast, but uh, it's like a big profile. I can't remember her name, which is really bad. But they interview quite a lot of people that aren't happy with Netflix. And Raphael Bob Waxberg, who created BoJack Horseman, said by the end of the show, because that did six seasons, I think, executives at Netflix, like, didn't know the name of any of his characters. And they were like, how, were you on, like, your third season now? He was like, no, no, it's six. And they were just like, oh, okay. Which is really just rude, isn't it? It's really bad. It's really bad. I think but, yeah, there was other streamers a... have a better grasp on what's working and yeah. what's not. And what no, they I mean, there was doing. a quote from someone high up at Netflix, wasn't there, that just said, I can categorically state that we've never cancelled a show that didn't warrant cancelling, which basically means that there just weren't enough people watching it, I think. But it's, it's just such a shite argument because it's like, well, yeah. Christ, Game of Thrones would have been canned, you know? But also, it, it, you've got a very, it's a very analogue way of looking at it. And actually, they're actually behaving like a broadcast TV network. So it's like, you know, the whole point of the, the stream, what streaming was going to offer us was a way, a, a way away from those metrics. Like, yeah. hey, we're going to make TV for like underrepresented people TV in different languages that you might not think to, that wouldn't survive on traditional channels. And I think like, that is one of the things that it's like, you are now just operating like HBO and you just want big hits. Well, join the fucking, join the queue. We'll wave the flag for Squid Game when actually, you know, Squid Game's probably the most Western um, style uh, <laughs> uh, 
show mm. that they could have come up with for that country. It just happens to be in a different language. Yeah. You know, it's, it, 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 it doesn't really carry any of the traditions of the culture in it. It's yeah. just, it's just fucking saw the movie in it's Korean. It's the Hunger Games, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, just, yeah, exactly. And the other thing is that it's been so big that they're now going to waste a lot of money trying to find the next Squid Game when the next Squid Game is actually not going to look anything like Squid Game. It might be a horror. It might be a horror from Denmark or something. Yeah, exactly. Or some Danish cooking show is probably going to be the yeah. next Squid Game. As long as it's from Denmark, yeah. Anyway, very interesting. Um, and yeah, that's. I, I thought. I thought that OA was just was was great though. Like great, a good. I, I've enjoyed it because it's not. It wasn't. It's not an obvious one to do, you know. Um, mm. And actually doing it, doing two episodes in a in a, in a pop is great because it means that in a month we can maybe maybe take a rest. Uh, for a bit and then come back with a with another rewatch a bit later on in the year. Do you know what? Well, listen, by the time what we need to talk about, by the time we get through OA, there'll be succession time. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, really hope you enjoyed uh, the journey, the OA part one journey. Um, and mm-hmm. thanks for joining us with it. A bit of a leap of faith, literally. And literally. Um, and uh, thanks, thanks. We'll be back on Monday with a regular Dragoncast episode, finale of mm-hmm. season four. And next week, uh, the first two episodes of OA part two. Until then, um. Yeah, I'm doing the. We're doing the next time. The, yeah, if you can't hear us. Bye! Bye! <laughs> If you'd like to get involved in the podcast, just head over to Twitter at DragonCast underscore pod or email DragonCast at DaftDoris.com and leave us your Easter eggs, predictions and thoughts on the show. You can also watch this episode over on our YouTube channel. Just search for DragonCast Jamie East. Any support, whether it's a follow, a share, a mention to your friend on the bus or a tattoo on your backside is very much appreciated. DragonCast is hosted by me, Jamie East, along with Chris Mandel and is a Daft Doris production. Drakkar's. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.